Um, did we do a vi- yeah, we did an episode last week, right? Uh, welcome back. It's, uh, you know, it's another one. Um, busy. It's December. We're busy. Uh, so, you know, I just be like that. Hello and welcome to The Q, name still pending with your host, Quentin or Nerd. depending on how you know me. By now, you should know me as both um, if you are a normal listener to the podcast. So, today, um, what are we, we're in December, you know, we did an episode last week, as you know, um, holiday seasons are busy for pretty much everybody, so uh, myself included. Um, I'm currently recording this uh, at 8 p.m. the night before this needs to go up. There is currently a pretty heavy rainstorm going on, so if you can hear that in the background, interesting. Um, I'm surprised my microphone can pick that up, but there you go. I guess if you can hear it, you can hear it. <laughs> um, so today is one of the last episodes of the year. Um, so I'm not fully discussing my new year's resolutions or things that i want to improve in 2022 um that episode i will be actually recording on the 29th the night before the night before new year's (laughs) um so new year's eve eve um i will record that episode that episode will be uh a breakdown of everything that i am planning on implementing in my life for the year 2022 changes i want to make things i want to add things i want to remove you know how that works um, daily routine changes, additions, subtractions, the like. Um, all of that will be on that episode that will record on the 29th. And more than likely, I will post it on New Year's Day. So that will be a Friday upload. It won't be a Saturday upload. Um, so I will post that on the morning of. That being said, it will be actually a midnight release. So you can hit the old... Uh, Oh, sorry, I'm actually looking at the calendar wrong. Uh, let me try to correct myself. I will be recording it on Wednesday the 29th. Technically, Friday the 31st is New Year's Eve, so it is a bit before that. So it will be a Saturday upload. It will technically be on 12.01 a.m. Saturday. So everybody that is celebrating will be able to listen to it on their way home from the parties that they are going to. So that's when that will be uploaded. But today's episode will be... Uh, just one aspect of that that I know will take up a lot of time and so I want to make a dedicated uh, episode to that to allow me to still discuss everything else that I want to talk about and still have time and not be like a two hour long podcast so I know that we discussed previously about credit card um, and financial advice I think it was an episode that I wanted to get done I'm not sure if that will be in December. I don't know if we'll get to that this year or if that will be pushed to next year. Um, so just to clear that up, I'm not 100% sure if I'll have time to do that because um, I get a lot of notes gathered up and things squared away to make sure I have the right information because I want to make sure I'm as accurate as possible um, to the best of my own knowledge so that I don't mess uh, you know, mess up anybody if they are trying to follow uh, my advice. I mean, I don't 100% recommend all the time, but if you do or don't, I'm going to give you as much factual information as I can so you can at least use it going forward um, in your own financial gains. 
Um, so this is kind of along those lines, but it's more of a personal journey and things that I am wanting to improve in my financial world. Uh, more specifically, um, how to have money. So being able to spend like a thousand dollars and then the, you know not worry about that. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much what this entire episode is going to be about is uh, my plan to do that which would be really nice. Um, so yeah, I don't think there's much preamble that needs to be discussed there. Um, we can just kind of get right into it. So uh, right off the bat, um, a little bit of backstory. Uh, this past week or two, I officially hit under $100 in my checking account, which hasn't happened for like three years, which is surprising. Um, so that was kind of one of the big motivators for me. I was like, wow, I spent a lot of money and I should probably figure out what to do i mean obviously yeah december is the time of year that you are going to be low on money um that was only i was only under 100 for like three days so it's not felt like i was broke on like the first day after i got my paycheck or anything but you know buying christmas gifts and preparing for vacations and um beginning of the year uh funding for stuff you know putting in 401ks and any other insurance things i gotta change and update all that stuff for work is kind of the reason why you know all of that money has just kind of disappeared um so it's not a negative thing that had happened it was just like the first time to happen in a couple years so i was kind of you know per piqued my interest of like what can i do differently so that i don't have to worry about that specific thing happening again um and to be totally honest i don't have everything figured out and a solid game plan but at the very least i do have an idea of where i'm starting and what I'm going to be doing at least into January to set everything up. Um, so obviously the first step is calculate uh, year-on-end earnings to spending, um, and then of course equaling out to what is saved. Um, figuring out that formula of what's what uh, you know what I've spent throughout the entire year, what I'm going to be spending in the next year, um, things like utilities, rent. Um, phone bills, any other subscriptions and things like that that will still be carrying over. Um, and then, of course, a lot of one-time fees that don't necessarily count going into the new year, but are still important to know from the year prior um, to see where your money is going. Um, so that will be priority number one, the first thing that I do, um, which I have a pretty extensive spreadsheet that I'm working on, but getting that um, into uh, you know a working process of being readable is... Uh, a struggle <laughs> um, saying it a bit of time but I would like to have that done by the first of the year um, so we'll see if that happens but that is all traditional financing so you know my job that's paying for all of that um, I will be working on that I'm sorry just trying to gather my thoughts for the moment um, but um Yeah, that would just be the financial side, like I said, um, and of my strictly what I earn at work, at the place that I work at, um, but not specifically exterior, third-party, uh, other job, things like that. So that would be any investments that I have, any um, odd jobs that I do throughout the year, um, consulting that I would have done, you know, things like that. Those are different uh, criteria and all of their money goes into different areas as well 
that I would have to funnel and again add to the spreadsheet. So, you know, it just gets bigger. <laughs> um, and then I think that's pretty much all of my revenues for money. Uh, so that, that I think that covers prior information that it will be needing uh, and being able to be set up. I'm working on that spreadsheet. Um, and then going forward into 2022, what are the plans that I have to improve on my financial um, position? Uh, obviously, we've talked about it before. My first one is to improve uh, my credit, both score, history, you know, all that stuff to do with credit, which we'll talk about in an episode later on down the road. Um, but where we're at on that right now is I still have the Discover It secured card at $200. Um, the first plan is to technically, I can't really do anything with it. I could technically try and call at about the four to six month range of having a bill on that credit card. I could call them and ask for, you know, the security to go away. Um, but better idea is to double whatever your current uh, credit line is. So mine's currently 200. So what I would do is I would double that to 400 at the four month position, um, which would then, you know, give them more money um, and then would allow me to spend more money as well, obviously. But would also, when the eighth month comes around, which is when they do their automatic um, reevaluation to see if you can, you know, remove the secured and receive your deposit back, and then have a credit line increase uh, up to their decision, more than likely, five hundred to a thousand dollars would be the range that you would be given. Uh, so, doing that at the four month would uh, improve your position going into the eight month uh, evaluation. So, obviously, that's the plan there which if I'm looking at my uh, calendar correctly, I believe my eighth month is eight months from August. So I'm currently scrubbing through my calendars right now. Um, discover eight month is the 23rd of April. So going back four months, one, two, three, four is technically the end of December. December 18th is technically um, when the fourth month bill comes through. However, I will wait until January, just so I'm in between the four and six months. And end of year is a lot harder time for a lot of businesses because, again, everybody else is doing the same financial stuff and getting prepared for tax season. So I would be pushing it into January, which would then be smack dab in the middle of the people doing end of year um, financial stuff and the people really um, pushing for tax reasons. So I'll be right in the middle of that. So the plan is, is in January, I'm going to put it in my calendar, January 18th. Um, I'm going to add the event of Discover It five month line increase. And I'll mark it as well. Change the color. We'll put it the same color that they all are. Flamingo, just pinkish color. All right. So that's in my calendar for January. I will have to, more than likely, I think I have to call them because so far, currently on the app, the, there's a lot of functions that aren't working really, which is really odd, but I think it's because they haven't really updated iOS 15 yet. So a couple of the webhooks and tie-ins don't work properly. So I don't think that the feature to automatically increase your credit line doesn't really work in the app, so you have to call them. So January, I will be calling them um, to discuss a credit line increase. Uh, which would then allow for purchases of bigger items, which at that point would be more than likely what I would do is I would buy um, things to improve my computer setup and 
something else. I don't really know exactly. Other things might come up by then. But currently, the plan is to buy two monitors. Um, you know, obviously, I've talked about the whole new system, which I haven't spec'd out completely, but that wouldn't necessarily go on the credit card um, all at once. That would probably go on after the eighth month. Um, but yeah, the plan is to buy two monitors at that point, um, and then whatever other bills that are already automatically going through there, phone bill for sure it is. Um, but I might add some other ones just to pat the stats to make sure I'm getting um, all of my cash back and all of my um, perks, you know, are being effectively utilized. Um, so all of that um, will be nice. Um, I have that scheduled. Uh, the next thing after that um, is other credit cards to apply for. Um, so I've said in the past that I would be live applying for the Apple uh, Apple Card, um, which currently I did check for approval not too long ago because you can still check for approval with act without actually signing up for it. Um, I checked for approval on the 1st of December um, with no luck. I didn't end up, they were still saying I wasn't approved by Goldman Sachs. So that's a bit disappointing, but that is because credit score has to be like above 600 for more than like four or five months. Don't quote me on the exact time, but since I am a brand new credit user, credit haver, um, they wanted to have four months of at least good credit. So that's why I believe that I have those stipulations. I don't think that's the same for everybody. Um, if you've had credit cards for a couple years, obviously if you've had around the 600 for a while, if not better, you would probably almost be instantly qualified. Um, but since I am brand new to all of that, uh, they're a bit more hesitant, which I understand. Makes sense. So I do not have that information for them, which kind of sucks. But I'm going to try again, of course, on the first leg I've been talking about just to see. Um, because at that point, again, I will be four months in on having credit all at above 600. Um, so which that'll be nice, you know, hopefully I get the card because you know what I would do at that card I think I've already discussed what I would do. I'd be buying the AirPod Pros um, a new Apple watch and the iPad Not many but the iPad Air uh, with that Card to allow for the monthly install installment payments um, for all of those um, And then of course the Apple pay cashback features which are pretty nice um, which I would probably use as my primary card at that point especially if it is a thousand plus and I still had like what leftover room which I should doing the math right I believe I will only be at like 400 to 500 dollars a month if I do the monthly install payments for all of those devices obviously I probably wouldn't do them all at once I'd probably start with the cheapest option just to verify that the card was in working order and um, I had everything squared away, and I could afford paying into it. Um, so that is the plan for the Apple Card. Um, so that puts me roughly um, at about, by the end of January, around $1,400, almost $2,000 of credit line um, that I would have going into February, which would be very helpful um, to start paying for, you know, obviously vacations, uh, cash back to pay for restaurants, um, other things like that going into the year. Um, I'm hoping to set myself up pretty strongly um, by February, um, at least when it comes to credit and uh, that side of financial literacy. Um, so by then, you know, by February, I expect to have my podcast on credit and the credit history stuff because 
I will be that deep into it by then. Um, and I'll be at a really strong position if everything works out. And if it doesn't work out, I'll still have a fairly good episode on why it may not have worked out. Um, and then I think, you know, at this point, I'm into my third, yeah, my third um, piece, which is investments, which includes traditional, you know, stock market stuff, but also cryptocurrency, um, which I know a lot of people are like, that's kind of dumb um, for a lot of different reasons. People don't believe or trust or understand even um, cryptocurrency, which I respect. It's not for everybody. Um, I don't expect everybody to know it because a lot of people don't know about the stock market. So, you know, it's a niche place of technological advancement. So I'm not going to hate on you if you don't understand. <laughs> um, and it's also really not for me to explain it to you. You have to, you have to go and do your own research. Um, you should not trust anybody else to ever teach you anything really about cryptocurrency. Um, because they're going to forget things. They're going to leave things out. Um, they're going to try and profit um, off of you, things like that. So don't, <coughs> sorry, don't just take everybody's word for it, basically. Um, so having those two portfolios open going into January is the plan. Um, I currently have actually for the first time, you know, I made a hundred, I finally made a hundred dollars. Um, I've technically made more than a hundred dollars. Um, I'm up, um, across three coins. I'm up 40, 50%, um, from my original investment, um, which basically means that Ethereum, I started investing and in, I think I've already discussed this. I started, um, investing not January 1st, but like January 4th or 5th of 2020, um, I think, no, I was researching 2021 is when I finally bought in. Um, and then I didn't do anything until May or June. And then that's when I started, um, actively investing in Bitcoin and Ethereum. Um, and of course the random, whatever Coinbase gives you for learning all of those smaller, um, things. Algo, I think is another highly, um, profitable one that I'm currently in right now, but that's a niche coin. Um, I'm not really 100% certain on its utility, um, but Coinbase does offer a 4% um, APR on your investment. So that's why I have so much money in it. Um, but I've only pulled out $100 from any of my positions with cryptocurrency because I did need the money. And also it's nice to finally realize a profit on a year long investment. Um, so I did it more as a proof of concept and a validation of I'm doing things in the right direction. So I'm not going to disclose the exact amount of money I currently have in as well as the amount of profits. But like I said, I'm at 40 to 50% profits across all of my positions with crypto. So you can kind of do some math on that. Um, but that being said, uh, I'm going to be improving my positions in cryptocurrency. Um, I probably at this point since because we're at all-time highs and pretty much across the board right now um, I expect January to either be a correction or a continuation on all-time high um, so obviously as soon as a correction happens that's when I'm going to start doing my investments um, probably five to ten dollars a week nothing huge just because I'll also be growing my portfolio on traditional stock market which is a completely different beast um, and something that I'll be focusing more time into because a cryptocurrency I've spent the last two years deep 
in cryptocurrency and uh, you know NFT world, of course, but also DAOs, um, other projects that different coins are using, um, different projects within the Ethereum mainnet, and uh, all the different opportunities that are inside them. I've spent a lot of time learning about all of those, so I feel pretty comfortable whenever I can, you know, just throw ten dollars a week at a coin of the day kind of thing, and uh, I feel comfortable knowing that it will more than likely improve my position and not harm me. I won't have a loss. So putting the smaller amount that's easier to just forget about and just throw into and not necessarily worry about and allow it to self-generate is the idea with cryptocurrency going into 2022. Unless I, of course, you know, I hear about a big, big opportunity. Um, I get early wind of a rise in a coin. Um, like currently it's been obviously Shiba coin was humongous. It's like 5,000% from its creation or something stupid, which is only like two, a year, a year old, two years old, maybe. I'm not hundred percent sure on that one. Uh, but obviously it is one of those altcoins that, um, has no utility. It was a joke, but it has real gains, real monetary value in it. So you can't hate on it. I guess. I mean, you can, but you have to respect that it is making people money. <laughs> um, so that's uh, my plan in 2022 is to just toss money into the crypto market and just let it grow, let it do its thing. Um, and of course, at the end of the year, I'll reevaluate. Was it worth putting $10 a week into a coin or not? More than likely, yes, but we'll see what happens. 2022 will be very interesting for crypto regulation. Um, it was heating up in 2021 there in quarter two to three, which is over the summer into the fall. Um, so I'll be interested to see what happens going into 2022 with um, specifically, you know, U.S. regulations. Obviously, we have China figuring out their end, but what will affect me here in America is what I'm looking for in 2022. Um, and at the end of the day, I don't plan on ever pulling out 100% from crypto because... Um, if there are regulations going against cryptocurrency, pulling out will be impossible. You won't be able to transfer it back into USD and you won't be able to buy into it. So I will just continue playing with that money in the network and that'll, that'll just be what happened. So that's the, that's the plan with cryptocurrency. You know, I don't really have much else to say on that one, um, at the moment, but if you want to know more, you're always welcome to... DM me to learn about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the other half of that, traditional stock market, um, I've decided that I finally have time to actually, you know, understand it, um, put in the time to learn about the stock market and actively try and profit at least. Um, at this point, I have a few friends, uh, the Discord and Snapchat that are a year in to two years in on their investments. Um, so they've seen highs and lows. Uh, what is the current field of play? Kind of what the meta is of the stock market. Um, what's happening? What I should look out for? That kind of stuff. Um, and I will more than likely trust their judgment uh, to a degree. Obviously, I'll be putting in whatever money I feel comfortable with um, and still doing that uh, on my own. But Getting general advice of like apps to use, um, processes to think about, times to be in or out, um, how long you should hold a position um, in any certain area, if there's any current hot stocks that are happening, um, more of that nature. You know, it's kind of all over the place, I know, but 
Uh, I will refine that information as I come up with it, uh, obviously. But for now, that's my plan. Um, January 1st, I will be opening a position, a, you know, opening a portfolio with, eh, I don't know uh, what app I'll use. More than likely, it'll be Robinhood. But um, I could be persuaded into a different app that might be better. We'll see. Um, I'm not 100% sure on that one yet. So then, you know, that leaves us with uh, why and uh, what else <laughs> uh, really is better than the why. I think I've already explained the why. It's because I want to make more money. Um, I don't want to have a um, more stable uh, income and a higher level of living. So that's the why. But what else? Um, 2022 is also the year of owner live streams. Um, I have a few different plans for different types of live streams, a few different pieces of content that I would like to do that I believe would be not 100% successful, but would be a good foundation for success. If that makes, there's a difference. Um, hopefully you understand what I mean by that. But uh, I'll try and um, explain it in the roundabout way of not explaining it. <laughs> um, but content ideas that I've had uh, are, of course, long mainstay thing with me is Super Smash Bros. Melee for the Nintendo GameCube, one of my all-time favorite games. It is actually my, uh, you know, it's a GOAT game. It's the greatest of all time. It's one of the only games that I can say is the greatest of all time game to play. Um, but you have to know how to play it, obviously. But besides that, um, live streams... I will be starting uh, with Melee, specifically on the Melee Dump YouTube channel, which is my YouTube channel for Melee content that I made like two years ago. It's just random clips I just threw up on there for fun um, with plans of not daily uploading, but every time I joined uh, a netplay ranked match or whatever, I would just throw it up or any, um, not crew battles, but 1v1s that I did in the Discord would go up on there, but didn't really go anywhere with that. But 2022, I will be live streaming um, my net play with Melee. Um, currently, the um, road road to good <laughs> is probably what it'll be called, um, where I can my B game will actually be uh, really good. Like, I can just hop on cold and you know hit wave dashes hit combos um do well on di and character matchups things like that um and then obviously that would mean my a game is higher quality um overall um so the plan is currently just playing um unranked slippy matches with random people that i match up with um best of threes or best of fives um unless i get a really good session and then i might play longer obviously i'll play with Anybody that wants to watch on YouTube, um, I don't know if I've said that, but I will be streaming exclusively on YouTube in 2022. You know, I, Susan Wasinski did not send me a contract, nor did Foyz. Um, however, I think that going into 2022, both YouTube is going to be improving as a platform for live streaming, and also uh, it'll be a very niche place to be live streaming Melee specifically because... Melee is such a Twitch-focused um, streaming place, um, but with Ludwig going over and doing his uh, expensive tournament, I don't remember, what was it, a million dollars, something like that, um, 
going him going over to YouTube and streaming it exclusively on YouTube uh, brings a lot of promise for other melee content creation and live streams to pop on YouTube around that time and especially after that time to capitalize on the new viewership for the melee content. Um, so having the backlog of melee live stream and content and then capitalizing on it when it happens, um, that's the idea for the melee um, stuff. Uh, and then by then I might have some other stuff. Obviously, I plan on um, attending netplay tournaments in 2022. Um, there'll be a few online, not majors, but online events that I will join. Um, if they're on weekends, um, obviously I can't do them throughout the week. Um, I might do some like weeklies that are just late nights in a week. I might do those on like a Wednesday or Tuesday, um, where I can still go into work the next day and then it won't be too bad. Um, so I have a couple plans for content for Melee specifically that will all be on the Melee dump. And then I'll put um, any important videos um, I'll chop up and put on my main channel um, just as curated content because the main gaming channel will be focused on variety games. Um, I don't have like any one game in mind. Um, so any important Melee content to come out of the Melee dump will be moved over to my main channel to improve any viewership and diversitize my um, stuff on YouTube. <laughs> um, so it'll be mutually beneficial for that. Um, and you know, I might, you know, you may see some live stream games on my main channel. Um, you'll see some Minecraft. Uh, you'll see some other random one-off things. Um, but the main one I want to talk about is uh, actually... Uh, this mod pack of Skyrim. It's a mod load order. Technically, it's not. It's curated. It's not um, any one person building this whole thing. Um, it's a group of people um, from Ultimate Skyrim. I'm currently playing their Old Rim um, edition of it, so it's the classic version, which hasn't updated in a while. It's just been um, patched to fit any new versions of Skyrim that ever came out for Old Rim, which hasn't been for a while. But um, it's based on the Requiem mod. Um, has 285 total mods um, to make Skyrim Ultimate. Um, and now the SE release is actually soon. Um, you can check it out, Dylan B. Perry on YouTube. He's the head dev on this project. But the Skyrim Ultimate Skyrim SE, which is now rebranded to Wildlander, um, is coming out soon. TM. <laughs> um, but. I've, you know, I don't know if I've ever discussed this, but Skyrim is another one of my all-time favorite games. It's the second GOAT, in my opinion. I just, I find a lot of enjoyment in Skyrim, not just, like, as a role-playing game, but also as, like, an everything game. It's just so good, and then the modding community behind it is, like, another level. It's, like, on the level of Minecraft modders, um, except for Skyrim doesn't have a mod API. <laughs> All of these modders are doing it off the backs of data mining and self-processing, whereas Minecraft has API for modding. Um, so Skyrim mod devs are another, you know, they're a different breed of modders, um, a different breeder of programmers. Um, so that being said, you know, uh, I have some Skyrim content ideas that I'm coming up with. Currently, nothing will be streamed until Wildlander does release because 
all the content hinges on continuity and old rim does not port over to wildlander version so uh wildlander will be content that you will see old rim um ultimate skyrim will be my test bed getting used to all the mods um making sure i understand core um, concepts of the mod pack um, which will allow me to actually play effectively for wildlander making good content obviously um so that's what i've been thinking a lot of time in the last few weeks is playing skyrim um it's a lot of fun i always enjoy it i come back like every three months both me and sydney gilbert skyrim fiends uh, we always just get the itch like every once in a while and we just got to go back and play it <laughs> um that's just how it is um, so that's a couple of the, you know content things for gaming um are gonna pop up but again tangently to the melee content let me go back to that really quickly um i have been watching a few videos on retro restorations i think i've discussed this i think i've discussed this yeah but i have with me right here i don't know if you can hear me shaking it but it's a a bottle of gamecube controller parts um they're just like the buttons and joysticks that are replacement parts um uh, but i have a video concept that i want to make for that so that will probably go up on my owner channel just because it kind of fits in with my innovation lab stuff but um expect a high quality and high fidelity video to do with gamecube controllers um it'll be a content piece that i think will be very interesting and i think a lot of people will enjoy um so uh you know i have i have content ideas um which leads into uh, how do i tie that back into finances the plan is to have monetization on youtube by summer 2022 uh, whether that's simple Google AdSense, like 20 cents an episode or a video, whatever. Um, just as long as I can monetize my channel and actually make money, that's the plan for 2022. Uh, whether it goes anywhere after that, I'm not 100% sure what will happen. Um, if I will still enjoy doing things like that, if I'll have the time to still be doing things like that, I don't know. But that's the plan there, which would then allow for another avenue of, you know, money. Um, income of course uh, so that's the plan you know for financial uh, profitability for the year of 2022 we'll see how it goes um, I have high hopes uh, obviously expectations are high but at the end of the day whatever happens happens um, I'll be excited regardless <laughs> um, I think it'll be a good year um, I think 2022 will be will be pretty good I'm optimistic, um, but, you know, 35 minutes here, uh, pretty good episode, I think. I got all of the ideas, I really wanted to get out there. Um, so final final things, um, I will need some help, so if you listen to this uh, podcast, feel free to join in the Discord. The Patreon will be linked in the show notes. Um, it's free to get to the Discord to talk to me. Uh, the Patreon, you just go through there to show a way to support. You don't have to financially support me. That's up to you, but just putting you through those steps to kind of show you this is where you can go to remind you that, hey, I am currently doing it for free. <laughs> um, so it'd be nice if people give me money, but not necessary. But join the Discord, um, get some information in there on whatever stock market you know about, crypto that you know about, um, content ideas that you might have that you think might be fun to watch. Feel free to hit me up and let me know. Um, and if you're people that are in the Snapchat or my uh, Game & Chill Discord, uh i'm more than willing to hear about your information when it comes to stock market stuff so um, i will be coming to a few of you for some information 
um, I don't expect, uh, uh, you know, I'm not going to pay you to teach me. Uh, I'm only going to come with questions. I'm not going to come with a, I'm going to sit down for four hours and talk to you about it, um, unless it comes to that. But currently the plan is just advice, not tutoring, if that makes any sense. So we'll see how it goes. I think it'll be, I think it'll be good though, um, coming into 2022. Um, closing thoughts, two, two, three more. Yeah, one, two, three more podcasts after this one that will still be going up in December. Um, so expect, you know, at least two on Christmas because I'll have some family Christmas and then uh, future relative Christmases in between two episodes. So I'll have at least two episodes on Christmas gifts, Christmas stuff that's going on. And then, of course, the last one will be my resolutions for 2022 and a look back on 2021, everything that I've done. Um, and any major improvements or um, detractions from my life we'll be talking about in that episode. So I think we got a few good episodes ahead of us here for the end of the year. Uh, with that being said, I do appreciate everybody coming and listening. Have a good day. 2022 is going to be hype. I got a few updates to do all around on multiple different um, avenues of my life. I don't know. I'm reusing a lot of the same words. I'm noticing that right now. I can't come up with new words. <laughs> uh, but different aspects of my life is probably a better way to say it. But with that being said, you know, yeah, I've said that as well before. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. If you're having a morning, enjoy your cup of joe, your tea, your milk, your water, uh, your juice. Excuse me, Murphy. Um, if it's the afternoon. Hope you had a good lunch. Hopefully you're catching some vibes in the afternoon sunlight or rain, depending on where you're at. Um, and, of course, if it's evening, enjoy your supper, enjoy your dinner. Um, watch that episode of SBU. Go watch that football game on TV. Go play your favorite game for a few hours. Just go to bed on time. You know, don't be up late unless, you know, you can do that <laughs> or you're working night shift. Um, but just... You know, take care of yourself. And I'll catch y'all in the next episode. Bye.